Hello everybody, Paul Jankarella here from Profits and Success, here to bring you another podcast episode from Marketing Motivations. And the reason I'm hesitating here is I have my puppy, my miniature Australian Shepherd, playing with a toy, and he usually tears them to shreds, but this one he's having a tough time tearing, so he's challenging himself as well as his owner, uh, with noise. So I may have to get a little violent (laughs) and get things taken care of here. But in all seriousness, I want to bring you today uh, some some interesting insights and perhaps uh, a nice little story. The first begins with a question. And I was pondering it this morning, walking the dog, whereas I was thinking about NBA basketball and college basketball, both of which I really don't watch much of lately. Um, But aside from that, would you want to have a coach that has won a championship as a player and is a real talented basketball player in this example? Or do you want a coach that will help you win a championship as a player? You know, and and a lot of the reasoning behind this form of questioning is we as marketers as online marketers, we can bring something to the table for other people. And yes, it's good to have credentials, but you don't have to have made a million dollars to prove you're a good coach in helping someone else attain the ability to make a million dollars. And that's my point Hopefully it's well taken. Uh, The other point that I've been taught, I don't know, over the past couple of years is don't react. You must respond. And what do I mean by that? What's the difference between reacting and responding? Well, reacting is something that's done generally instinctually. You know, without even, you know, focusing and and thinking about it. Responding, however, involves some form of thought-provoking reasoning. And you will find yourself in much more hot water, shall I say, when you react to something than when you respond to something. And generally speaking, it's something when something negative happens to you. You know, we we tend to be more reactive as opposed to be a little bit subdued and be more calculated in our response. So just think about that as well. Uh, The insight of the day today It was emailed to me, just so you know it's not coming from me. (laughs) 
uh, outward change. Outward change comes only after we change from within. And that's the um, absolute truth. And I heard this back in 2008 when I was looking to uh, lose 20 pounds around my waist and gain some muscle, uh, specifically in my chest and arms. And what was told to me was, in order for you to have the physical um, attributes that you want, you need to change on the inside. You need to be uh, geared toward eating healthy. You need to be mentally focused on that. Because your physique doesn't come from what you do in the gym. It's what you do outside of the gym. And most people don't realize that. They think it's, you know, working out and burning calories, which it is. But a majority of the work is from your nutrition and your diet. That's the fuel. The working out is the spark. Okay. Hopefully I'm three for three. (laughs) Uh, Matthew Kelly today said, you know, rushing around in life, doing this, doing that, going here, going there, trying to get this done, taking care of the kids, taking care of the wife's needs, you know, Doing things along those lines, it keeps us from forming a genuine relationship with God. We need to have God in our lives in the sense, in the sense that we have time scheduled for God. Because I was, you know, going bananas and, and, and had God in my life, so I thought. But it's when you take time for God. When you take time for your wife, your children, when you take time in your career, that things really start to add up in a positive way. So taking a step back will essentially propel you ahead three or four steps. Once you slow down and take inventory of what's important. Okay. Dr. Brian Schutz states, by being yourself, yourself, not myself, yourself, you put something wonderful in the world that was not there before. No matter how intelligent, technical, savvy, much wisdom we have, it doesn't matter. Being ourselves, not staying ourselves, But being ourselves is going to help us become better selves. And and essentially what I'm saying, folks, is by being you and working on you and bettering you is only going to make a better you in the world to see. Okay. St. Ignatius from Loyola. I'm taking a um, comprehensive spiritual direction class. My spiritual director uh, is providing me uh, this information, which is extremely heady. Uh, It's way over my head, which is not saying much, but 
<laughs> it's very difficult to grasp. But I'm ready to do it. Uh, I'm, you know, you're never going to be ready to be ready. So be ready, is my point. Act as if everything depended on you. Trust as if everything depended on God. Is that not great? You know, we'll act as everything depends on us, but we'll trust as if everything depends on God. And that's a, a great quote from my own perspective. Okay, how about this? Life, whatever it may be, sports, your career, faith, relationships, marriage, you know, anything. All of those things is about doing the fundamentals over and over and over again until you get them down, perfected in a perfect sense. You'll never perfect them. There'll be days you will, but we need to continually do those fundamentals so they're regimented there, become our persona. And the fundamentals, folks, are the positive fundamentals because there are some negative fundamentals that we can do that can certainly ruin those examples that I gave you as well. Uh, and Darren Daly today, uh, he spoke about stop being reasonable. You heard it correct. Stop being reasonable. And here's what to, to do to become a universe denter. In other words, to have a big impact on society, uh, if that's your cup of tea. No great achiever did anything reasonable because they went above and beyond. They went above and beyond, which was unreasonable, uncanny, unimaginable. You know, the reasonable man adapts himself to the world. Very simplistic, what most of us do. The unreasonable man persists in trying to adapt to the world, adapt the world to himself, which seems kind of out of whack. But all progress depends on the unreasonable man. And that was George Bernard Shaw, um, who was a, I think, a playwright in the... 18th century, maybe? Lastly, before my story for you, uh, is don't become too attached to anything. You know, the attachment to material things, attachment to loved ones, dare I say. I'm not saying don't get attached to them. I'm saying don't get attached to them. <laughs> what do I mean by that? I mean is prepare yourself for what God has prepared for you. And again, talk about heady stuff. This can get very philosophical in a certain respect. Uh, but just take it at face value in this respect that don't get attached to material things. Don't worry about so much your loved ones because I don't want to get any hate mail. Okay, the, the quick story that I have for you is back in 2009 when my then five-year-old boy uh, had cancer, 
we were taking him uh, up north about 45 minutes away to the children's hospital to receive his uh, chemotherapy treatments. And it was a challenging time for us. It, it certainly was. But one of the things was during those treatments, one weekend when my wife was uh, working, I was watching Sunday night football and I was just kind of checking myself, thinking about how my son had cancer. I'm like, geez, it's so crazy how we found his cancer and it was miraculous. So I started touching my testicles and believe it or not, I felt like a hard, you know, like a, like a metal ball, very, very small um, on my right testicle. And <laughs> I don't know why I'm being so descriptive, but anyhow, I mentioned it to my wife on one of these uh, trips up north. I said, I think I should tell our son's, you know, oncologist about it and see what she thinks. And my wife's like, what are you going to do? Drop your pants in front of her when we're on the appointment with JP? I said, yeah. She's like, will you stop? That, that's so nonsensical. I said, call your, your um, um, I'm losing the... Um, urologists, excuse me. I said, okay, I'll call my urologist, which I did. And in calling him, he's like, yeah, come on by. I'll, I'll give you an exam. No big deal. So he, he comes by. I mean, I go by the, I come by the office and he gives me an exam. And he's like, yeah, yeah. He's like, yeah, that's a good find. I, I said, excuse me. He's like, yeah, that's, that's a good find. It's, it's, yeah, it's, it would be difficult to detect. I, I I said, so you mean like good finding as in, you know, looks like cancer? <laughs> He's like, yeah. I said, oh boy, you know, and my, my world just got kind of dizzying. I'm like, oh geez, now I have cancer? That diagnosis was the best possible thing my son could have experienced because he was not alone. Someone in his family had the same thing that he had. Granted, I only had, you know, two doses of chemo and my son had, you know, something like 37 doses or whatever it was. And another thing, my son had a 91% survival rate and I had a 97% survival rate. And I would throw that in his face <laughs> as demented as that sounds, but that was our relationship. Yeah, I got one. I'm up, up, up one on you. I got a better survival rate <laughs> telling this to a kindergartner, you know, but he, he took it, uh, as playfulness and as in, in enjoyment and his lovingness. And, and, and that was kind of a, you know, I guess dysfunctional relationship that we had, but it was very nurturing for both of us. And I'll tell you, I don't know how he did 37 weeks because the two doses, you know, made me sick as a dog. But then again, I'm a, I'm a baby when it comes to being sick. So I thought you would enjoy that. Uh, I did not have to drop my pants in front of the oncologist. And I have a healthy, soon-to-be 18-year-old uh, that's going to be attending college along with his year-older brother. So, folks, that's all for today. I will, Lord willing, check in with you tomorrow. In the meantime, be well, stay well. We'll talk to you soon.